When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey gang, Akil here, host of the Trading Coach Podcast, and thank you as always for joining me for another episode. Today's edition features a few special guests, my business partners, Jason Greystone and Darren Oglesby, as we have a discussion on do you need to love trading in order to be a successful trader? It is a conversation that stemmed over in the UK after our big tier one trading Royal Ball. And I wanted to extend that conversation to you guys and really get the gears inside your mind flowing. And I'll tell you what, my perspective has changed after hearing what my partners had to say, and maybe yours will as well. So check it out. As always, if you like the podcast, do me a big favor, leave me a rating. This podcast is available on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on, on CastBox, on any podcasting app or service you can think of. So do me a favor, hit the like button on it, leave me a review and a rating, and of course, share this on social media. Thank you in advance. have you guys here i know it's been a rough morning for you jason with what's going on at the airport <laughs> running around trying to do damage control what a, a day before you head out you're heading out tomorrow oh man yeah literally tomorrow they could have chose any day in the year to fly a load of drones around gatwick airport and, they chose today. <laughs> and mess with the wrong man <laughs> i'll tell you what i thought i thought it was your drone when i first saw it i'm like oh, you're you doing some elaborate filming once again and then it veered off but, uh, oh, mate, I'm thinking of getting my drones out and attaching, like, rods of steel to the side of them and just go and take them all out. <laughs> there we go. Save, save the day for personal reasons. Uh, <laughs> but glad, glad that everything got, got settled. You're good to go. Well, look, um, man, over, over here in the States, that wouldn't be a problem, you know, because all, all they have to do is just offer a bounty on drones, and you would have rednecks with shotguns sitting on the yeah. perimeter fence just <laughs> yeah, dropping yeah. them at will. <laughs> they've, they've talked about shooting them down but i think they're, they're worried about um like stray bullets and things like that so yeah. we just don't have the balls to do that over here <laughs> yeah, but, uh, who's, we're not worried about stray bullets over here just don't, <laughs> don't get in the way of them <laughs> but uh speaking of gatwick we, we me and darren were talking about earlier it's, it's a you know i guess we got lucky that we flew out of there just before all this mess is happening and the mess is happening in london but um, what I want to talk to you guys with today is really a discussion that we had while uh, we were over there. I remember um, it was the day after the ball, which I'm still just, you know, just glowing and, and heart is still so pumping fun. fast over. Um, yeah. Amazing experience. But I remember the day after the ball, we, we went over to your house in the, in the morning uh, after getting lost for a little bit, at least after I got lost for a little bit. <laughs> and we, there was a good discussion that was brought up and we're kind of reflecting on you know, our experiences, how awesome it was to talk to everyone. And 
And the topic came up about really about, do you need to be, does trading need to be a passion of yours or can it be a tool that you use to really pursue your passion? And I know we, we didn't really have time to dig deep into it, but I know we, we kind of have different views that lie in the same area, but kind of mm -hmm. spread apart as well. So I just want to bring us uh, all three together and just talk about that subject. I think it's a fascinating one. And um, I remember Darren, you said you had a conversation with someone about that. I don't know if you remember it, uh, you know, if you remember it uh, in detail or whatnot, but do you mind kind of explaining, you know, how that subject came up in the first place? Yeah, Keel. Um, I was actually having a conversation with a trader um, at the ball. This person's been with us for a long time and is actually a successful entrepreneur outside of trading. And we started having the discussion about, you know, what we were passionate about, um, how trading fit into that. And uh, like I said, this person was a successful entrepreneur and she had to kind of make the decision whether she was going to pursue trading full time or if she was going to use trading as kind of a, a supplement to her business that she had been involved with for a while. And so it kind of inspired the thought in my mind of, you know, does trading have to be a passion of yours? You know, do you, do you have to be passionate about trading itself to succeed in this business and to make it, you know, a viable income producer? Or can you be passionate about other things and use trading as a, a supplement or um, kind of a means to an end, a way to achieve other things in your life. And so that was kind of the discussion that I brought up or the question that I posed to you guys when we were over at Greystone's house. And uh, I kind of knew how I came down on, on the position, but I was actually surprised to hear, I think Akil, you kind of disagreed with me. Um, at first, my, my opinion is that you don't have to be passionate about trading itself um, in order to succeed. I think that uh, having a passion for trading or or should I say developing a passion for trading yeah. can definitely be helpful. Um, but I don't view passion as a prerequisite to success. Um, and I know you kind of had a, a, a differing opinion. So you want to kind of elaborate on that. And then I can come back to kind of why I think you can develop a passion instead of just kind of stumbling upon it. Like it was, it was love at first sight kind of thing. Yeah, no problem. And, and I think the word that you just added, develop a passion. I think that's the biggest thing as I had time to kind of reflect mm -hmm. on our conversation. I think that's the biggest thing that changed for me because we always talk about, you know, trading is your passion. You need to be passionate about it. But at the end of the day, I, I think the majority of traders get into trading for a very specific reason. And, and it's not necessarily to, again, not everyone, but majority, not necessarily, hey, I'm going to use this to do that. It's, hey, I, I want a way to produce income. Uh, whether it's that way to produce income so it frees up time to do something else or just so they can get rich quick or at least they, they think that's the path. I think that's the original goal is the outcome of what trading can get them and not necessarily the process. Um, and I know for me, I, I, I did have, it's weird, and, and I want to say I had a passion for the markets. I certainly enjoyed it when I when I first got into trading, but I do think the the main motivator for me was, hey, this is a way for me to make money. Um, and then as I got more involved, as I put in more years and put in more work, I actually started falling more in love with the game. Because I remember in my situation, you know, I graduated college during, right during the recession or whatnot, and I, I couldn't get a job to save my life. And the one thing that I enjoyed doing um, was coaching track and field. And eventually 
that job fell through where the, the school was like, hey, you know what? We can't pay you anymore, so you got to do something else. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, well, I don't really want to do anything else. Like, I really enjoy this. I, I have fun. I'm, I'm, I, it's, I feel purposeful in life, helping people, you know, go through that, that, that age, that stage in their life and, and come out a better person. And I saw trading as a, a, a something that I can do um, that would also allow me to coach track and field. And so when I think about it, you know, I was kind of in the same boat where it's like, hey, this was a tool that freed up time for me to do something else that I really wanted to do. But the reason I, I, I came off on the other side where, where I say I, I think you have to be passionate is because trading is a little bit different. Uh, becoming a, su a successful trader, consistently profitable trader is a little bit different than just a normal job. Right? I think we can all agree like, mm -hmm. hey, if Jason- Just a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Uh, but like, if, if Jason Greystone wants to do, if he wants to be an artist, for example, and you know he wants to paint all day, but he needs some type of 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 you know money coming in to to pay for that, he can get a job at McDonald's, right? It doesn't really take too much skill to work at McDonald's or you know or a gas station or some type of odd job that's just giving you a check. I think the difference in trading is because unlike working at McDonald's, it's, uh, it's extremely difficult. I mean, to, to become successful at yeah. trading is extremely hard. And most people that get into trading, they fail. And most people that even become successful at trading, they fail over and over and over again before they can become successful. And yeah. I think the one thing that is going to keep you on the gas pedal, keep you pursuing trading, even when you're failing and you're coming in every day and you're losing money and it's dark and dark and dark, is that one, either you're a, a, a glutton for punishment, you just like it, you, you like coming and getting beat up by the market, oh yeah, take some more of my money, I like that. Or you actually have a passion for the puzzle, you like the game, you're, you're, yep. you're in love with the game and that allows you to make it through all of the struggle and eventually become successful. And I, and I think if that passion didn't exist, after the first few failures, you would say, you know what, I'll quit this, I'll try something else that's easier, um, that will allow me to actually pursue yep. my ultimate passion. Um, and, and that's kind of my thought on I, it. I, I think you've, yeah, I think you summed it up quite nicely. I mean, if you just take, if you take my, uh, my situation, for example, um, I was, I was into investments and saving and all the rest of it. And I, people typically go into trading for one of three things, right? It's more time, more money, or they actually want a skill. They want to go and be a trader at a bank. It's really the, only those three things. And um, I, I wanted time. I wanted to be able to free up some time so I could just focus on what I actually like doing. So it wasn't, it, it, for me, it was the quickest vehicle um, to get me to where I wanted to go so that I could free up my time and, and concentrate more on, on what I actually liked instead of being frustrated doing things that I didn't like. And um, I think what, what I very quickly did is become obsessed with trading. And I think, um, I think any entrepreneur or anyone that goes on to be a successful trader is an entrepreneur, you know, is some, you know, they're, they're business minded. Um, they usually have obsessive personalities and I know like many of the authors talk about the correlation between athletes. I know you do a kill all the time, talk about the correlation between athletes and traders. I know Mike Bellafiore does the same. 
And they've got obsessive personalities. And anyone that I know who's succeeded at trading has some kind of like obsessive personality. So once you get in the once you get in, it's like I've got to solve this now. Like I'm I'm going all in. And then you sort of fall in love uh with solving the puzzle and, and mm-hmm. fall in love with the markets. Um an example that I think of, like I'm I'm the sort of person that will start I'll need something, right? So I'll go on like Amazon. I don't really know too much about it. And I'll search it up and I'll go, oh yeah, that, that one will do. And then I'll, I'm like, ah, oh, but there's that one. And then I'll look <laughs> at that one. And then, and then I'll start looking at the specs and, you know, then I'll start ringing up and finding out that the one I really want is like really sold out everywhere. And I want it even more. And I'm like driving up the country to buy like <laughs> the last one in the country when for something I didn't really care about in the first place. So, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, that's what I see. I see that correlation definitely. Well, um, let, let me ask you guys a very simple question because it's when it, when Akil, you said that uh, this was going to be our topic, I, I started doing a little bit of research because that's just kind of the person that I am. Um, there you go. And, and then I realized, like after after thinking about it for a little while, I was like, okay, what what is passion? Like, how would you guys define it? Yeah. Like I know that I know that's a simple question, but when you really dig down into what passion is, I think then it kind of helps us frame the discussion a little bit better. And yeah. so, from a basic standpoint, what would you guys define as as passion? For me, passion is something that you are that a problem that you want to solve, something you've got a strong opinion against. You know, so it doesn't mean that you love it. It doesn't mean you hate it. It's something you want solved. It's something that you, you're, you're keen to get to the bottom of and you want your voice heard. You want to be able to achieve something uh, with that passion. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think people often mistake passion as being always positive. Yeah, like you say, Greystone, uh, passion doesn't necessarily have to be positive. It just, it just means right. a, a drive. And what, what, yeah. I, what I really liked, and, and you know, I, as, I, as I listen to you guys speak and I, and I think more about it, maybe it isn't and i like i think we all we can all agree that the passion is developed right i think all all three of us have said that you yeah. kind of you don't necessarily go in with it it's it's a means to something else but you yeah. develop a passion for it but as i start to think especially what what you said uh, jason about kind of that obsessive personality that you know most successful people have whether it's you know entrepreneurs whether it's athletics you know maybe it has more to do with, and not maybe, I think it does have a lot more to do with the person versus the actual act. So it's not necessarily trading that um, we're, we're in love with, we're passionate about. We become passionate about it because it's a puzzle that is unsolvable, that we're stupid enough to come in every day and try to solve. But it could probably be easily something else remember at your at your home darren brought the idea of like hey look if i gotta start a dog walking business to free up time to do this then i'm okay with doing it and i was like well, what if you hate dogs but yeah maybe it's that personality where it's saying hey i'm doing this dog walking business and now all of a sudden you just want to become the best the most efficient dog walker and maybe it, it's just has nothing to do whether you like dogs or not um but more so just the inner drive to master something. Um, maybe maybe yeah. that plays, and I, I don't know if that carries over for everything. Obviously, there are some things you hate. But even when I was going back to my store, even when I was cleaning toilets and, and doing the janitorial stuff, um, I started thinking, like, how can I expand this business? Like, how can I clean more toilets per night? And 
maybe it, maybe it is that. Maybe it's just that inner drive, that, that developed passion for what you're doing because of that end game. You see at the end of the tunnel is this, the, the, the outcome, the reward for what you're working at and the competitive nature of us. We're just trying to be the best at whatever we do. We're just trying to win. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think you are actually kind of getting to where I wanted to go with this because when I, when I just pulled up Google and I searched what passion is, you would see, you know, emotions of pleasure, joy, motivation, satisfaction, those types of things. But when I really started to think about it, I'm like, that doesn't, I didn't feel like that nailed it down as well. And so when I really started to consider it, I think of, I think of passion as like, it could be defined as a, a positive feedback loop. So it's basically from a, a very nuts and bolts standpoint, it's a chemical reaction in our brain. It's like this heightened uh, mental state where we experience, you know, recurring feelings of, of pleasure, joy, motivation, um, and satisfaction. And I think what that does is it, get, it gets to our very human nature, uh, the idea that we want to find something reward or offer an opportunity for us to grow. Um, and that, that result has to be enough to inspire our action. And then once we take action, we build that belief in ourselves because we have achieved something. And then again, once we make that achievement, that captivates our interest for growth. And I think that kind of gets down to what passion really is. And I think passion is a process. Yeah. So it's, it is something that is developed. It's not something that is just stumbled upon. And so you know, originally when we talked about this, I said that I had heard before that if, if trading wasn't your passion, then you shouldn't get involved in it. Like if you didn't need to trade, like you need to breathe, then this mm. wasn't the right thing for you. And that always rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think as I kind of went through this thought experiment, it's because it's, it's that idea of passion being this fixed idea where it's like, you're just walking along one day and then all of a sudden you find, you just stumble upon your passion. But I don't think that's how it happens. You know, it's something that you develop over time through experiences. And so if you find something that is, that captivates your interest and it, it uh, inspires you to take action towards a goal, then once you achieve that goal, you get that sense of satisfaction um, and belief in yourself, which then again inspires you to take new action or to reach towards new goals. And so if you can find something, which I believe trading is something that, uh, you know, inspires your interest, provides you with, um, you know, goals that you can reach towards. And then once you achieve them, there's still opportunities for continued growth. So it provides that new challenge. And it's that like chemical response in our mind where we get that, that desire. And then we get that dopamine when we achieve something, and then we get that inspiration to do something more. And so I think, what, what it really comes down to is this idea of passion as a process. And we always talk about, you know, focus on the process, not the outcome in trading, right? And, yeah. uh, and when people do that, I think that they can find that they can develop a passion for trading and that trading can become part of a bigger process of growth and development uh, for them in their lives. So, Sure. I, I, I do think it's important to mention uh, on this topic in particular that anyone who's listening, you know, you, you, you're not really going to be passionate about everything to do with trading as well. I think that's important. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's parts of trading that I hate, right? The, the, the backtesting phase and all that stuff. You might like it for a bit, but there's, there's definitely certain parts that, you know, if you're going through it and you think, 
oh, perhaps trading isn't for me because I'm really hating this bit. You know, that's mm-hmm. normal. You know, there are going to be parts. You're not going to just love everything about any um, any project or any uh, job or anything. So it's important to realize, like, don't don't feel like if you just don't love everything about it, that it's not for you because there's certainly bits that I don't like um, myself. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a perfect point. I think that's why it rubbed me the wrong way, where it was like, you know, if somebody's new to trading and we tell them, yeah, man, you got to be passionate about this, or or they're talking with experienced traders who have developed a passion, then they're going to look at their own experience and they're gonna be like, man, yeah. I'm not I'm not experiencing you know joy and satisfaction right <laughs> now. Like I'm I'm in the depths of back testing and I'm tired. Yeah, and so it's like, and then they look at that and they think they're doing something wrong, or they yeah. think that oh, this thing isn't for me. And so, you know, they don't sustain that interest, which is actually going to, you know, drive them to achieving something. And so I think, I think it's more about, you know, just being careful with people and, you know, everybody tells you, you got to go find your passion. Um, You got to go find your passion. And I think if you come to it from that standpoint, you might miss out on a lot in life where, um, you know, if you, if you got engaged and, and you started doing some other things, you might find that you develop a passion through other other things that you you wouldn't have uh, normally normally done. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, very well said. All right. Well, I guess I guess that puts a puts a wrap on that conversation. <laughs> I, I know I, I I learned a lot. You know, listening to you guys speak and for you guys listening to the podcast, we don't rehearse any of this stuff. We literally just click play and then just like spew <laughs> from the mouth. Um, but it's, it's definitely eye-opening because it gives you a different perspective. Um, me personally, I'm someone that's yeah. really pretty dug in with my own ideas. I am open to hearing other ideas, but you really have to sell me. And <laughs> listening to you guys speak on just the word developing passion and, and kind of, you know, really outside goals where trading is the tool uh, to get there. And I know what, what Jason Grayson always says, because I was in the same situation. I, I like trading because it, it opened up time freedom. And I know he always says it, it allows me to not do the things I don't want to do, which is kind of my goal in life. I don't want to do stuff I don't want to do. And we have to do some of it, but in general, at least you have that option. And, uh, you know, I'm definitely, um, definitely thinking a different way about it now. And hopefully, hopefully our viewers, uh, you know, whether they're experienced traders kind of, you know, are, are open to thinking about it that way as well. And, and what you said at the end about newer traders who jump in and say, man, I'm not loving this like everyone else. What's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Hopefully yeah. they see that, you know, it does take time that, you know, we didn't necessarily start off in a, a loving relationship with trading. But as we got into it, uh, for various reasons, it, it became one. And, and that's what allows you to continue to, to grind out and do the things you don't want to do in order mm-hmm. to achieve yeah. the things that you do want to do. Well, I think... And- Going back to that initial conversation that I had um, with with the trader at at the ball was that trading, whether it whether it is the end itself or whether it's a the means to an end, um, it's very rare that you can get into an industry that'll give you the opportunity for both. So trading is really going to provide you with a lot of freedom, a lot of flexibility. It's going to give you control over your life. It's going to make you independent in a way that if you're working a nine to five job you don't have that flexibility. You don't have the opportunity. So whether, whether you, you enjoy trading and you love watching the markets tick up and down and you like solving the problem and, and whether or not trading becomes the center point of your passion, if, if that's the case for you, then that's fantastic. But also don't limit yourself if 
you don't sit down at the charts and experience this like overwhelming ecstasy looking at <laughs> at candlesticks move up and down because ultimately trading can be that that component of a much bigger part of your process so um yeah. i i just really like that about about trading in the industry um as a whole yeah for for me as well just just lastly um when you free up time there's really no limit to opportunities um mm -hmm. opportunities that you might have otherwise missed so you might not even think that you're missing opportunities when you don't have time, but you, when you do have time, all of these opportunities start coming up. And uh, I'd like to say that for many of you who are listening and, and going into trading, don't just assume it's going to be the be all and end all. It's not going to be the end game for you. It's going to be the start of a new chapter and, and you're really going to have a lot of opportunities. For instance, my first book that I've just written is called Always Free. My second book's going to be called Never Free. <laughs> because <laughs> But what I've done is I've actually filled all of my time now with stuff I actually love. So uh, you end up making more opportunities just by having that time to, to spot them and pick the ones that you want to do. Love that. That's, That's pretty clever, man. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> the third book, kind of free. <laughs> the third book, now what? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, good stuff, fellas. I know we're approaching the holiday season. Jason, um, have a pleasurable vacation. Thanks, uh, man. Darren, have a, a very productive meeting later. Fingers yes. crossed for that. Whoa. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping it, hoping it, it will go well. Not hoping yeah. it will. It will go well. And uh, enjoy, uh, I guess, all three of us. Let's, let's enjoy our break away from, not away from the platform, but away from some of the day-to-day -day stuff of the platform. Of course, filling it with the other stuff that we, we that we would yeah. have to do over the over the break. Yep. Thanks, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Been great. Have a have a great holiday. We'll talk to you soon. Excellent. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care, fellas.